It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, start your day with the warm-up show. It's 5, well, almost 5.30. It is Alan Jerry until you get to the Boomers and the Geos coming up at 6 o'clock. A lot of baseball in that first segment. How about that? Sure did, Jerry. World Baseball Classic. I've got some uh, NFL notes for you if you want oh, to discuss like some NFL of these. Notes. Uh, I've got good news, bad news for the Giants. Good news, the Cowboys have lost tight end Dalton Schultz. Bad news, they got Brandon Cooks. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, but Dalton Schultz was such a favorite target he of was. Dak Prescott. Like, yeah. really a favorite target. Yes, he was. Why isn't Dak Prescott going to be sad about that? He was sad when Ezekiel Elliott got cut. Because I'd I would be have thought that they would have been in bad shape after Jason Witten left. Yeah. And Dalton Schultz stepped up. You're saying these tight ends grow on trees, Jerry. Well, now the kid Ferguson is going to get a big opportunity. Ferguson? He's going to be the next guy up. Correct. Is he a uh, wide receiver type? He, he's like a wide receiver tight end. can block yeah. a little bit, too, though. But he's going to have to step up and be the next guy. The beauty is when you get Brandon Cooks, now you've got C.D. Lamb, you've got Michael Gallup, you've got Brandon Cooks. You don't need the Dalton Schultzes to yeah. go make 90 catches. You're going to have plenty of guys to throw the ball to. He just seemed like a go-to guy for He Dak. was. No, he and was. that's good news for the Giants. And I'll tell you what, too. He was a fantastic interview. Yeah? At least twice a year I would talk to him the last couple of years. He was awesome. I love a tight end who's like a wide receiver. Well, that's most of them now. I know, but you, like the, the well-known tight ends, game-changing tight ends in the league, there weren't a lot of them. No, and I mean, Dalton there's not Schultz many Travis Kelseys. Right. I will tell you, if he stays healthy, the Giants have one in Darren Waller. That is a guy, if if he stays healthy, can go grab 100 balls All for right. real. So, but whatever. So, good news, bad news. All right, what else you got for the Giants? The Giants, uh, Daniel Jones is going to be putting his hands near another man's genitals. Oh, new center? As John Feliciano. Their their center is uh, heading to San Francisco. Listen, it's got to be a weird. Now you're putting your hands in a different man. You've put your hands under one guy's butt. You've put them under all guys' butts. <laughs> I don't know that that's true, Jerry. Uh, I think it's probably true. I think it's probably true. I'm I remember gonna... back in the day, Mark Spinelli was my center my freshman year. Yeah, he got hurt. Tony Leone came and played center. Same butt, no problem. No, it was the same. Because if I see any problem with exchanges between the center and Daniel Jones this year. <laughs> you I'm do putting realize, my blame right on John Feliciano. You do realize that they've got uh, all sorts of off-season programs and practices. They're not going to get out programs? there for the. Not, they're not going to get out of there for the first time on opening <laughs> night. All right, where do you like the snap? <laughs> uh, my hands are not. Do you think Daniel Jones could go to Coach Stable and go? My hands are not fitting comfortably near his buttocks. They're going <laughs> to no, need to get him. I do Here's what Dable will say: Enjoy your forty million dollars and shut up. <laughs> You put your hands where we tell you to put your hands. That's exactly right. Right up the butt crack. Right. <laughs> and shut up. <laughs> so That's the way it goes. I don't know who the new center is. I, don't know. I guess it would be whoever was uh, the backup of John Feliciano. <laughs> Unless they sign somebody. Unless they sign someone. We exactly, Jerry. But I just thought that was bad news, Jerry. Good news, bad news. Well, not good for continuity, but they'll be fine. Yeah. They will be fine. Plus, you know what? Shotgun. 
Think about which the shotgun they do a lot. lot. Very it's, big shotgun guys. You really think about it. Getting under center is very rare these days, and when they do, it's usually a quarterback sneak or a fullback dive. Right. That's really what they do now. Man, I remember when I was a when I was a producing Jerry the Tony Dungy coaches show in Tampa. Did you get to know Coach? Uh, as much as a little you, bit, much as you can know How someone that? like that. I, I I kept to myself a lot, Jerry. Shocking, you've really changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gregarious now. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, this was Tony Dungy's first couple years there. He had uh, Trent Dilfer, and he never did the shotgun. And every coach's show, every phone call was just Coach Gudusha. He was so anti-shotgun, Tony Dungy, until he went to Indianapolis. Indiana, and Peyton Manning wanted the shotgun. <laughs> remember, you don't remember Aikman, too. No shotgun? Very rarely. No, no, he did. But under center, I would say 80% of the yeah. time. That was not a big thing, and it makes sense to me because you you're already three yards back. Yes, a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit of extra time. But now, and that's really all you see now. Now, when you take a snap from center, not shotgun, you're under there. Your yeah. hands are in the sweaty, correct, testicle area. Uh, when yeah. when that ball gets snapped to you, yes. are the laces exactly where they're supposed to be, um, or is there an adjustment? No. So actually. Because your hand, the center's hand would be on the laces. So when they oh, snap okay. it up, it'd be on the bottom part of the ball, if I remember correctly. So you do and then have to spin move it, it a little bit. Yeah. See, that's, I think, the disadvantage of the shotgun, right? You get sometimes you don't know where that ball's no, going. No, it takes them no time. This is what they do. Are you, this is like, that would be like you turning the mic on. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know where it is. Yeah, you know, you've never found a mic you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's true, Jerry. <laughs> no, I, they, they they will be just fine with the shotgun, with the new center. Everything's going to be okay. In Gi- this would be great, though, if the Giants are bad and people are calling up, not for the offensive line, but for the offensive center. Uh, Stop it with the offensive center. You know what the problem is? It's not Daniel Jones' fault. It's the center's not getting him the ball correctly. Damn Feliciano left. <laughs> yeah. You see how, how good the centering is in San Francisco this year? Why do you think that oh, is? Oh, man. John Feliciano's there. Good Lord. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How about this one, Jerry? Cam Newton. You know Cam Newton. Yeah. Yes, he was horrific his last season when he played for the Patriots. Not great. Not great. He was terrible. He is going to throw at Auburn's Pro Day. Yeah. He's very confused, Jerry, as to why he's not a current quarterback in the NFL. Because he wasn't good. Now, Co- it could be a backup. A couple of quotes. Let me throw these at you, what he said. Quote, tell me how these randoms keep getting jobs. Mm-hmm. I guess these are quarterbacks he's never heard of sure. that just keep getting jobs. And his second one, Jerry, he said, ain't 32 better than me. He, I agree with that. The problem is he's a big name. I would think he would expect a little bit more of a leash because of who he, what he's been in the past. I mean, hell, he was, was he the MVP yeah. in 15? I mean, yeah, he, was he was phenomenal. MVP. And I remember when he went to the Patriots a few years ago. I thought he was going to light up the AFC East. Right. And he was brutal. Yeah. For whatever reason, he wasn't good. Um, so I could see 
if you're going to go out and sign Cam Newton, my if I was a GM, my first thought would be like, all right, if I bring this guy in, is he going to expect to like start right away because he's Cam Newton? Because it's 2023, it ain't 2015 anymore. So I think it comes with, I don't want to say a headache, but I think it comes with a lot of questions. And I could see a team, you know, thinking, eh, if we bring him in, then he's not happy because if he doesn't start, now you have issues between the quarterback and the coach and the other quarterbacks. I think it's more of a headache. And risk-reward, he wasn't good in New England. And, you know, to me, it's like what I said with Lamar Jackson. Every I, All I keep hearing about is I cannot believe teams are not trying to sign Lamar Jackson. Well, why would you? He he's made it known he wants more money than Deshaun. Uh, what the hell's his Watson. name? He wants more and more and guaranteed money. He's been the last two seasons. He's ended the season injured. He didn't even try and come back this year for the Ravens. And you got to give up first round picks if, in fact, he takes your deal and they let him go. No thanks. I don't understand. How people don't see that. I did look to see how old this Cam Newton fella is. Was he about thirty four? Nailed it, Jerry. Is you he for real? Nailed it. How about that? That was like Eddie nailing the outlier 19-year thing yesterday. <laughs> that was so disappointing. I wanted to go around the room. Al, 17 years. Eddie, 19 years. All right, game over. 34 seems, I'm trying to feel like, on uh, first hearing someone is 34 and a quarterback, do I feel like that's old or not? Yes, except then I'll throw at you, if you're Tom Brady, you still had 11 years to go. <laughs> that that puts, in in per- puts into perspective how crazy his run was. Yeah, he is what Malcolm Gladwell, Jerry, would call an outlier. An outlier. Yeah. I Tom was, Brady is an outlier. You sound like an ass right now. Who's Malcolm Gladwell? I don't know. Some book that I hear Joe Rogan reference a oh, lot Jesus about outliers. Okay. People who people who um, are exceptions to the rules. All right. But it makes me sound smart because it feels, seems like I read that book when I didn't. But you, you don't read any books. No, I do not. Read, I don't read any books. <laughs> I occasionally read a biography of a band I liked, but that's really it. And I have to be on vacation. And right, I was gonna say even that's rare. Yeah, very rare. Yeah, I don't know where you find the time to read. I don't know either. Jerry. Killer man, killer. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Five thirty-seven, more than halfway home. Boomer and Gio at the top. We got lots of Knicks, lots of baseball, and lots of football coming your way on the fan.